Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. We are back. Today, I decided to hold off on the music and save it for the introduction. I'm trying new things here at the Pod is Good podcast. I'm trying new things, trying to get this whole introduction right, this whole lead in to the show. And, um, you know, I'm working on it. So we're going to try something new today. I have a, a guest that I'm very, very excited about today. Um, one of my local legends. So I figured I'd do something a little different. So, you know, you, y'all got to wait for the music. You know what I'm saying? You got to wait for the music. Um, what y'all, What's going on? You know, sometimes it feels a little weird not being able to see anybody just yet. But how are y'all feeling? How how's it? How's life treating you? How is the world today? You know what I'm saying? How how did you watch the news? Did it make you feel terrible? That's why I don't watch it. I, I don't watch the news often because unless I just feel like I need to know something, but for the most part, you know, usually just breaks my heart. Usually just breaks my heart. I apologize. Hold on. Welcome back to the Pod is Good podcast. Pod is good. And all the time. If you know, you know. If you don't, you're going to learn today. Welcome back. This is episode 15. Episode 15 of the Pod is Good podcast. I am your man, Cashmere, California. Welcome. Simply welcome. No matter what you're doing or where you're at and what time of the year or time of life you're in, welcome. Thank you for joining. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and to show you my appreciation, I try to bring you the best that I possibly can. The best of the best. I know a lot of people. I've been in a lot of places. I've lived in a lot of places. But I only bring you the best. Because I'm going to keep it real. Not everybody that I met was the best, you know. If you know what I mean, uh, they're not all winners, as they say. <laughs> but but they uh, uh, but the ones that I've chosen, the, the the chosen few, are chosen for a reason. They are chosen for a reason. Please, anybody who wants to join in the chat, get in the chat. If you're watching live, um, I will be responding to everyone in the chat having my guests respond in the chat and in the future we might have a little panel discussions and whatnot where other people can um can join in and we can have like just a full out q a matter of fact i was thinking about doing that having like a episode called ask cash because i get that a lot like in my life i feel like i get a lot of you know what are your thoughts on this you know i was thinking about this you know what do you think and I was like, you know what? That's that's um, that's something I like to explore more. I love listening, I love hearing other people's problems. I love trying to dialogue with people and figure things out. And so I feel like that is an episode that we'll do coming up very soon, very soon in the future. So stay tuned to that because we got a lot coming. But my my uh, guest just arrived in the studio, uh, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of you know him, you know, especially if you know me, because that means you might just be from the Bay Area. 
And no matter where you live in the world, we all know you have your local legends, right? You got those people that when you were younger, you saw them doing things that maybe you didn't even understand yet. You didn't understand the, the, the level in which they were operating on because you were just too young. But even in that lack of understanding, you were still being taught something, right? Something was still being passed down to you. That's, that's what a legend is about. You don't have to see everybody that he or she touches. They just got to continue to do the work, continue to show up and know that their mark is important. This next guest of mine is nothing but that. Nothing but that. Um, I, I told y'all I'm gonna play the music when he comes on. So this is a shout out to the Bay Area. Uh, hey Google, play E40 Bay Area. You know we got a. She know. I'm saying she know. She know. What's that? Hold on. Hold on. What's okay? Oh, the samples be crazy. The samples be crazy. If y'all don't know about this Bay Area sound, we still trying to teach, you know, even my legends here paying homage, paying homage. That That's not what I wanted, though. That's not what I wanted. That's that's not. No, that's you messed up. Siri. Somebody take Siri out back and do something to her. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, to the, to the studio, my friend, a local legend. An entrepreneur, uh, one of the first black business owners that I knew. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, the 707 cat. Give it up for my guy, Chauncey Banks. Yeah. What's good, What's family? What's up, young James? You were saying it all right there. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I had, to, I had to throw it on for him. I had to throw it on. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. I appreciate that uh introduction, man. It, 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 it's every point of it is is on point, you know. Hard work, no play. Respect. Uh, first to bring it out, you know, the little hip hop store, yeah. You know, and the introduction it was beautiful, man. It just you know, after 26 years, you know, I brought it back and uh, a couple of years ago from, from 20 years, so man, I appreciate yeah. that, yes, no doubt, sir. No yes, doubt. sir. We're gonna get into mm -hmm. all of it, we're gonna get into all of it, so. One thing that I don't know that mm -hmm. I've never, you know, because I, I, I met you so young, you know what I'm saying? You, my, you, my right. dad's friend. So it's like, I, I know you, I hang with you. I, I get your sense of humor. You was always a cool guy, but <laughs> you know, because I was so young, I don't think I knew your origin story. So let's, let's talk a little bit about your story. First, I want to know, cause I know about We'll get into the, the, the politician side of you and the, the entrepreneur right. side of you. And we'll get into that. But no problem. What, like, what was Chauncey's first dream? What did you want to be first? First dream, uh, it goes back, what, 10, 11 years old. I uh, was uh, I wanted a candy store, to be honest with you. I wanted a little mm. candy store. It just, you know, I'll, uh, just to give you my age, I'll be 57. August 30th, you know, so I'll be 57. So when Respect. we Don't taking it back, 
I'm, I'm thinking a dream of in, in the 70s that I wanted a candy store. And so when that happened, you know, it, it's that's what that's what first started right there to answer that question. What are the candy and, store? And do you remember around how old you were when you wanted this candy store? It was uh, could have been 19 years old. Wow. Yeah, so at 19, you already you already entrepreneurial minded. Yes, I did. It, it was uh, went out to our family, took us out to Louisiana. That's where. That's where my family's from. Uh, we're okay. here in Fairfield because my father was stationed at Travis Air Force Base here in Fairfield. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. So they wanted to take us back to the roots. So we Baton Rouge. And then when we went out to the Baton Rouge and then my grandfather's house in, in New Orleans, he had an ice cream truck. And then uh, not only that, what I seen, hmm. what blew my mind was it was in each home, one had a candy store. You know, you don't have to go to the store. They just had it on the block. <laughs> and they had like ice cream, candy, you know, sandwich before the Subway sandwiches. Yeah, so yeah. That that was big, and that's what blew my mind to see how they was doing things. And so, you know, that's, that's pretty crazy. much what it all started from. You know, so that, that's, that's when I felt like, yeah, entrepreneur right there. No, it's funny you say that because mm -hmm. in Missouri it was kind of the same thing. Like you know, you mm -hmm. had stores, but then you also had that person's house that they had chips and candies and yeah. this and that stuff that people in the in the local area that maybe didn't drive or couldn't make it to the store they can just head a few blocks or a few houses down right <laughs> go get yeah. what you need i never even yeah. thought about the fact that that mm -hmm. might have that might have influenced mine as well because i mm -hmm. saw that at an early age i remember my granddad going to buy candy at the stores for super cheap and then selling it and that's right. crazy so right. it started with you a candy know. store Started with a candy store, and so from that, it was that. That's I, I lived that that journey for a candy store all my life. Uh, mm. What twisted it? It was that uh, again, like in the seventies, my my parents they had the you know wasn't no rec center or any of those other different things. The parties was always in, in someone's neighborhood in someone's uh, neighborhood in the living room. Yeah. And so when yeah. uh. That, that party was something else. And then, you know, we had babysitters and the babysitters had to keep us in the room. But by my, one of my older cousins, he was like, uh, he was babysitting. He wanted me to go sneak and go get some, sneak some alcohol for him because he was a little bit older. <laughs> and so, yeah, <laughs> so of course, of course me, yeah, of course me, I'm the young one, I had to crawl on the ground. So I started crawling. <laughs> To the living room and then i turned my head they were doing this crazy dance it's like man what are they doing and uh and it, it, they was doing the funky chicken let's just say it like that ah. and so, yeah <laughs> they was doing a funky chicken rufus thomas you know that's where the name come from for the business it's, my business funky chicken so so it started so when they was, there started but with the, still that's the crazy. same thought with the candy store that's yeah. the beauty about it now was it gonna so be the what, funky chicken candy store no, no, no. <laughs> what, what, what flipped it is that that I, I got in trouble. I got busted, you know. Mm. And then, uh, and, and and when they was doing that dance, I love records. You know, number of vinyls back then. You know, eight tracks and vinyls. And yep. So I was saying to myself, you know what? When I get older, I'm gonna open up a store, a record store. See, that's how that's how in that early that early thrive into a USA record store, not hip. I'm, I'm open up a record store. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's what happened, and then. Uh, you know, we're going all the way back to as a 10 year old, 11 year old, I had the opportunity to, to open the doors like in 1989 and, you know, went from a record store to a hip hop store. So 
that was my journey from that yeah and yeah from that it was uh and you know we'll 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 collaborate on it because i know that's the foundation of everything uh uh living in oakland at my grandmother's house i lived across the street from east mount mall in east oakland deep east oakland so i was back and forth from fairfield to oakland and seeing seeing record stores and that's really where the journey came from just looking at the tapes and records up in that back in the day so that's where it came from that's where it went from a candy store to a really a hip-hop store yeah so this is 89. yep 89 89, you open your first store so tell me um tell me a little bit about that because i know you know for a black man trying to open a business trying to get your Mm -hmm. own facility trying to get funding getting brands Mm -hmm. whatever the journey you went Mm -hmm. through how tough was that or tell me a little bit about opening that first joint tough journey uh but not so tough you know we have more in our backyard of uh, some legends and so it all started uh i mean you know lightweight just stupid stuff just ended up just being in the county jail mm, and then it was yeah. uh just being in the county jail i mean nothing nothing ruthless didn't have no ruthless because i tell the youngsters there's the difference between where i'm at today and and where a lot of people are at uh rather they locked up or 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 gone uh i didn't have peer pressure because back in in the, in the 70s and stuff like that living in oakland also at my grandma house you've you seen the dope dealers you've seen the prostitutes you know even before that when the cocaine hit and wow. from um from 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 some of these legends you know they shown them on netflix and all that it went from the older cats that's 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 really like 80 years old that still made it through that in the gangster age and the mafia age they, they made it through that to yeah. to still be alive to tell the story and then below that you had uh was denzel Washington? he played that movie with the uh, american gangster mm, yeah, yeah. And, and and it went through that era so i was still young in that area but i was right. i wasn't really around in that era my era comes from uh paid in full and so so you have the mafia snitching then you have the then you have the you know from the the, the american gangster you know they they was you know getting caught up not saying anything and then the youngsters my era so that that era you know that's when the, that's when the 80s hit you really mm. seen that in the streets so like yeah. i tell everybody who's ever listening you know, tell your kids you know uh talk to them and if you see a friend with the kids you tell them you know don't have peer pressure have parent pressure yeah. so we had parent pressures we had to be in before the lights was on absolutely but i was but i was uh and i'm just saying that story because i wasn't in jail with no dumb stuff no 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 beating up on nobody no stealing and stuff like that it was just honestly i don't even know but it it helped me out (laughs) (laughs) i really don't but uh probably did a little something you know i don't know but uh i i was in there but i i i continue to be institutionalized i kept going up in there then my Mm. uncle said man you love this i said i don't love this he said look around you love this i said i don't love this no more Mm. so it was it was it was another little homie named earl i just seen earl he came to the store like a month ago and i ain't seen him since i opened the store but i promised him when i got out that jail i was going to open up my hip-hop store that's where it all started and so when i got out i'm gonna tell you where i went i went i went straight out of there my boy mike mosley mike mosley producer i remember mike mosley yeah yeah mike mosley you know he produced uh some of the songs and, and so so these are the guys under my wings you know mike came up under my wings as a dj because i was a dj so i always let him use my equipment but mike was the one to say he's gonna stop mixing and stop doing all that playing other people's records so 
Mm. So we we bought up a little recording studio, just in-house recording studio, and that's where that started at. So I give Fire. a lot of credit to Mike. Yeah, yeah, I was hanging with Mike. I was hanging with Mike. and, and uh, So you the, the ups and downs was that part, you know, from from the jail, like, don't love this no more, don't love the food. You know, I call that the look of love, the ones that's still in there. They must love it. I don't love that stuff. So it's the look of love. Man, that, that, that is such mm -hmm. a, a pivotal point. And, and that mm -hmm. line, you love this. Like, mm -hmm. like some, someone could have put it in so many terms mm -hmm. that maybe mm -hmm. didn't catapult you in a different direction like that. But the mm -hmm. fact that your uncle just said, you love this. Look around. Yeah, look, <laughs> look around. around. Like, I, you, you yeah. ain't got to take my word for it. You love this. I, and, 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 and you get a visit of it because when you sit down and the visitors come see you in the background, you, you know, from his view, see, I have my back turned. He's yeah. eating, playing dominoes and all that. Like, it's fun in there. And when I turned right. around, that's when I said, I don't love this. I don't love yeah. this. And then you know, in a positive way of saying the look of love is when you when you look at your kids, even as a father, the father, you know, on one point, when you look at your parents, your mother, and, and your surroundings, you don't have to say nothing. Your wife, you don't have to say nothing. You can just look at them. They know you love them. Just they look at it. them. That's right. You know, even when, when your kids act up, you know, they know they're in trouble. They just got to look at their dad like, Oops. Look at you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I call that the look of love, too. So I got two yeah. sides of it. So that's the beauty of it. That's awesome, so, man. Shout, yeah. shout out to Uncle. Shout yes, out to Uncle. Because yeah. Uncle must have, he, Uncle Donald Ray, yes. You know, he, yeah. he must have knew something about you. Because, mm -hmm. you know, our elders, we, we still growing up, you know, we still trying to come of age, but they done mm -hmm. watched you. So right. when, they, when they see you at a certain phase in your life, he probably knew how to say and what to say to you in that moment to like get through yeah. to you. He's already visiting you. So it ain't like yeah, he's not yeah, showing yeah. you love. So you can't really right. be mad at him for it because, hey, I'm here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But, but he knew what to say <laughs> to, to transform you. It sounds like like he that did. really transformed things. He really did. He really wow. did. It, it, it was uh it, it was the biggest change in my life, you know, wow. just 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 saying the love of it, you know, even when you just thought about the food and all that, you know, they tell you all the stories is just being locked up, especially when they initiate you. You know, I don't want to get too nasty on the on the cast, but you know, they'd be like, oh, I don't eat the foods, you know, they didn't rub their butt on and all this different stuff. Oh, so man. you'll go in there with, with that thought, you know, yeah, you don't yeah. want to eat. Then you find out you starving, you know, you're like, I'm starving, man. You gonna eat it no matter what, you gonna eat. So, you know, that's just the right. You gotta, so, and what you gonna yeah, do? <laughs> yeah, what you gonna do? What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? So that, that, from that, from that, from that foundation was, it was just beautiful just to have what I was thinking of as a kid and it took just, in and out of jail, it was too easy to sit up in there, you know, it was just, I mean, in and out, it's just too easy, but, you know, just for Uncle to come up in there, because really, I didn't want no visitors. It, it made me feel like I want to get out when, you know, you, you get up in there, you get comfortable. Yeah. So, so from that point, when I got out, I went straight to one and only Mike, Mike Mosley produced a uh, sprinkle me for E40. He is the mob right. sound of the Bay, Bay area. Right. I mean, a lot of hits, Tupac, you know, uh mike mike did his thing and so you know oh, yeah. any 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 uh, rappers that came out in that era with the mob music mike had his hand on it from Selly shell e40 be legit uh i mean in each each city richmond oakland san francisco sacramento uh he touched on pittsburgh he touched on every area code in the bay yeah and so i was always around him and then uh from that uh it, it went it went and, and again, I'm gonna get to the nucleus of it from that. 
that's where I hung at. I hung at the studio. Mm. Uh, and did you produce? I used to. I know I, you DJ'd. I, yeah, I DJ, but I yeah. produce it. Problem with producing is you, you got to sit in there all day. You all sit day. Out. All day. <laughs> all I mean, I, I've been I've been a studio with celebrities with Mike, and I can't sit down. I got to move, you know. <laughs> and, and that's a key point. That's a key point with being that's with Mike in the studio. Point. Man, yeah. I couldn't in the in the song, especially when he's forty. When we have forty, he he takes so long to write, you know. But he had perfected. But it, I like, man, what are we gonna do? Who gonna order a pizza? You just have to move around. So. Mm. That was that was uh the, the, we ended up being in L.A. and in that in that era, Mike always you know we always just got on the plane, just got on the plane and say let's record here. Uh, different areas brought a different sound of how Mike was vibing. So right. for me to, to be back and forth on the plane in different studios with Mike Moley from from Oakland, San Francisco to Los Angeles it opened the doors and just opened up the side of my mind to where I'm going to put what I've seen in Oakland at it at, for a hip hop store uh, right. to what I'm going to bring to Fairfield. Because as you know, Oakland is different from Fairfield. Oh man. Mm -hmm. night, night, it wasn't night. night and day. You was not going to get the kids to drive down to Oakland to go get the music, you know, because we lived in a, in an area where you got Napa, you know, back of Hills that arose us, you know, it, it just, it just, you know, the kids were looking at the MTV, you know, they heard the music and see the clothes, but they, they wasn't going to step in the jungle to go get it. So, right. No, that was a that, fact that I was raised out there. I was able to, you know, come back out that way and, yeah. uh, and, and uh, bring the, bring the products that uh, back to Fairfield. And so that, that's a beautiful picture right there. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Bogey yeah, just, and Sal. Yeah, yeah, I love wanna, it. I love just want to just show them, show them, Mike. Uh, you know, for anybody listening on the, the audio version of the podcast, I just pulled up a, a video, I mean, a, a mm -hmm. photo of Mike and Flavor Flay. Flavor Flay, yes, yes. <laughs> There's Mike and uh, what's his name? Old boy from um, Sacramento. I'm trying to see. No, that's a uh, old boy from ah, from the wood. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, because Mike do Mike do uh, movie productions also, so he was yeah, he got some stuff out there. Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah. I can't think of his name. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike a legend. Mike a legend. Mike, Mike a legend. Mike, uh, Mike built a he he built a pretty much the concept of uh, do it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, DIY, do it yourself. You know, but he you, and you know, sort of, mm -hmm. you know what's crazy is that the Bay Area is so good for that and so understated in their mm -hmm. ability to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. And I was just talking to, um, who was I telling this to? Oh, oh, J uh, Javance. Uh, oh yeah, were, yeah, keyboardist. Yeah, man, Javance was on mm -hmm. the other the other show and uh, I was telling him as a young guy, because I was a lyricist at an early age, I was already like tuned in sonically to East mm -hmm. Coast because they had rapper rappers they had lyricists like they had the, yeah. the guys that that they they did things with words that i was like oh yeah yeah that's what i mm -hmm. want to do i didn't mm -hmm. really listen to a lot of bay area music so right. so the rappers in bay area like the 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 sam quins and and the clicks and the right uh, d shot be legit like mm -hmm. all it was just it was too simple for right. me at the time and so i think that because as you know with, with hip-hop you know the the MC is the the the, the in the forefront. Oftentimes, yes, you like the MC, then you'll like the music, and then you'll like the fashion, then you'll mm -hmm. like the dance, then you'll like the D. You know what I'm saying? Like 
like yes. it kind of filters yeah. its way through. So when you don't like the MC, you mm -hmm. kind of don't care about everything else. So it took me until I was really a, an adult to actually get a, an appreciation for right. the Bay Area having its own sound, the Bay Area putting out its own stuff, the Bay Area never really being like a big major artist. I mean, not major artist, major label area. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people know mm -hmm. about these names. You, you know about the two shorts. You know about the Mac Dre's. You know about 40. You know, you know, Federation. Like, you know, these names. Right. But it, mm -hmm. It's it's never been entrenched with like major label funding. It was just people that figured out a way to do it on their own. Yes, exactly. You know, you hit the spot on that because, you know, when you think of New York, that's that's how I first heard it in 1979. You know, the rappers delight and in, in, yeah. in the word when it comes to New York is hip hop. And they was, you know, they they was they was uh they was writers, they was just, you know, educated rappers, you know, was they the vocabulary, the dictionary was just a beautiful <laughs> rhythm and rhyme to listen to, you yeah, know. Different. And just and just okay. with, you know, the DJ style of that's where I picked up on it, just on the turntables, you know, just going back and forth with the with the instrumentals. Yeah, and they were just busting freestyles, and you hit it, you know, from the Bay Area. It wasn't really a sound from the Bay Area, and that's what we're gonna get to. Who really brought the sound? I mean, one was was Mike Mosley, but it didn't spread out there because yeah. of the mob sound. You know, it was. I don't. I really don't know how I really really got out there, but uh, uh, for Mike, it was. It Mike was growing, and Mike, and you know, I used to talk to Mike, and I said, you know, you need to make some try to do some radio hits, you know, stop having these rappers, you know, I always say stop having to cook on the record. You know, they was always mm. talking about cooking dope. Stop talking, yeah, don't, don't put yeah. your music out there. It's time to get those royalties. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a mm. fact. That's big boy yeah. talk right there. Yeah, it is. That changed, <laughs> that, that changed uh, things that never changed. I was, that was one of the ones I have, you know, helped brought that to the table for 40 and with Femi. That's, you know, some mm. other names of the other production. Yes, Mike sir. also had Sam Bostic, you know, in, in here. So a lot of those things and, and uh, you know, skipping up to you, you know, you know, being in the funky chicken store, you know, go back uh, in, into the storyline of it is that uh, being out there with Mike Mosley, I just didn't like sitting in the studio. So we'll be at these uh, big record labels and I'll just wiggle around and they would give me a poster. Right. I'm like, oh, OK. And I will always just collect the posters and I bring it back to Parafield. And at one point, it was it was people I I was just giving them out, and everybody kept saying, you know, where'd you get that poster from? You know, because posters, you know, back in the days, was st still good in your in your bedroom. You know, let's put posters up in this rap. They're like, man, where you get this poster at? You know, my boy Carlos Brown, DJ Chaos, he still got a lot of collection of my posters and stuff. When Fine. when you know, just like you say, other others uh, other cities that was hitting uh, from definitely New York. You know, New York had the sound with the music. Uh, uh, before I opened my store, just different cities. I, it was uh, Miami. Miami with two live crew and all that. Mm. The music was a little different. Yeah. And then Atlanta, because so, around mm -hmm. then, Outkast mm -hmm. kind of started to come out like early 90s. Mm -hmm. but not, as, not as big, though, because no, 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 no. every every label that was big back then was R&B singers. It was just real R&B music. That's and it. So uh, that's what it was. You know, that's the rap it. wasn't. The rap wasn't really uh, hitting it hard like that, but you know, for New York it was, and in Miami it was. It was just a little different sound. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, so I, what I did was I brought the. It, it got crazy. It got really, really crazy. Then Master P 
you know, Bay Area, uh, New Orleans guy, you know, lived out in Richmond, California at his grandfather's house. And uh, his grandpa gave him some money pretty much and he built a little store. So he had, he pretty much had the little store first out there, but he turned the money into a, a record label. And that's how that happened. That's, I did not know that. And that's so funny because every time I bring up uh, examples of an, an artist that showed us how to build it yourself, mm -hmm. I always go to 40 and mm -hmm. P. But mm -hmm. I never put P in the Bay. I always put P in Nolens. I never put him in, mm -hmm. in the Bay. Straight Richmond, That's California. Crazy. And you got it when you when you say wow. those names, you write write this name down because the name wow. that they, they didn't create the label. It was Solar Music. Solar Music created. That's E40 Uncle. And um, uh, St. Charles is the name. St. Charles taught them the game. So St. Charles is the is the diamond of them being independent. Without St. Charles, it wouldn't have happened. So St. Charles so, taught E40 mm -hmm. and P? Yep. What? And that's yes. his uncle. That's E40's uncle. Anytime you hear his uh Oh, he said it in his song. That St. Charles. I mean, Master P said it. They both said it. Yeah, I, now I remember when mm -hmm. he said St. Charles, I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Too Short had his own label, but it wasn't out there. You know, Too Short, Too Short would come back to the studio showing us a royalty check of five hundred thousand dollars, and all he did was curse. And that's what really pumped people up. <laughs> you know, it's, how you get royalties? You know, back then it was radio, so you know, <laughs> when he just come around, he was just—it's like it blew his mind. Let's just say it like that. You know, I heard they was getting like pennies and nickels on it. You know, Janet Jackson was the one getting the most money in the R and B. Right, right. You know, but that's. When you, when you talk about the bay, you and when you talk about the business mind behind it, St. Charles, St. Charles, Charles is the Thurman, you know, the Thurman family, T H R U M A N. Like, dude, I've been saying this forever, mm -hmm. and you saying it is put puts all the puzzle pieces together. I listen to Hope I Don't Go Back like every week, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like one of my favorite mm -hmm. 40 songs. Mm -hmm. And just so people know, I'm gonna put mm -hmm. it up on the screen. My man Shotzi yeah. is not not lying. Mm -hmm. It says right here. Check it out, marbles. I got my mm -hmm. game from my uncle Saint Charles. Saint Charles, yes. Used to yes. bank across the street at Wells Fargo, but now it's yes. Lynch. Yes. Fire. Just yes. think, I used to sit the bench. Saint Charles Saint gave Charles. the game to not yes. only E Forty, mm -hmm. but also Master P. That. E40, Master P, A Wall Records. A Wall had C Boat. See, I walked. It, I remember you know, A Wall Records. You know, because they, they they all had to come to my store, and I was more like the. See, I I can't go back, but what I say this though is now that I see it, you know, I could have managed anybody, but my uncle always told me they was gophers, like go do this and go do that. So I I wasn't built like that. Mm, but yeah. the truth of it is, you know, the way it looks now is like everybody's homies. I mm -hmm. gave everybody else's jobs. Like we got a uh, RJ, he called himself RJ. So he worked out of my store and I pretty much got him in the doors of the BE40's manager, road manager, but he's the main dude. But that's a little kid. If you, if you remember him, he used to work at my store yep. because I was always like, nah, I don't want to do that. But that's really where everything goes. It, I mean, we, we can always have so many additions of this because anything you will speak on the Bay, you know, I had the store, I had, you know, I shook the hands, oh, yeah. you know, 
I, 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 I mean, you you was in there. I was in there, and, but again, yes, because were. I was so young, I, mm. my 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 business mind wasn't where it is now. And so, mm. hearing you say it now, I'm like, well, of course he knows everybody because he's like, he's like literally like if there's like a, a barber shop in Harlem, like if yeah. everybody's coming to the barber shop, everybody's going <laughs> to the to the only shoe store that has mm. the, the 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 you know the unique shoes that you can't get at Foot Locker. Of course, the mm -hmm. owner is going to meet everybody. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's going to be this congregation mm -hmm. of the local elite in that mm -hmm. area. Like, young elites. Right. Young. Yeah, young. Because I'm, I'm young. like I said, I'm 57. I tell everybody, uh, since I came back and opened the doors, I said, well, for sure. I'm, you know, I, right now I say I'm 57. So everybody's between, uh, pretty much between uh, 29 and, uh, 42 and they're not even older than 42. Yeah. Yeah. yeah young, that's a fact. young generation. I stepped out. I wasn't even, you know, really hip to all the music. I just knew where to get it from. Yeah. And so when you take all that, you find that masterpiece, masterpiece, you put masterpiece in St. Charles, you get the same story. You know, you Google that. He'll say the same thing. He got it somewhere on the masterpiece will always say it. I love it. So that's where um, it real, starts at. Real quick, mm -hmm. I, I didn't go to the chat earlier. People have been chiming in, but you know, mm -hmm. every time it popped up, you were in the middle of telling the story, and I definitely. Oh my bad. I no no no. You good? You good? We can always get to it. They understand. Mm -hmm. They watched the show before. So uh, my man Jay Militant is from Fairfield. He was saying, "What's cracking? You got the OG in the building, mm -hmm. so he knows. Jay. He knows. Yeah. Jay. Um, you know." I, all of us went to Funky Chicken. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. Any, like I said at the beginning, if you grew up in that area, you know this yeah. guest. And then uh, mm -hmm. Mama Wolf's. Oh, she was commenting on when you said, "Don't have a peer pressure, have mm -hmm. a parent pressure." She said, "That's mm -hmm. a gem." I mm -hmm. agree with that, man. I remember you said mm -hmm. that to my son when you saw him. Like, yo. Oh yeah. Yep. Have yes. parent pressure, mm -hmm. and that parent is a mm -hmm. big difference. Like you don't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't. We're saying the, the right thing, but mm -hmm. we haven't put it in a very concise, easily digestible way. Mm -hmm. We might say, man, back in the day, you know, this person's parent, they would have called your mom and told them exactly. that you yes. would have like we, we'll say all of that, but mm -hmm. we won't just say have parent pressure. And I yes. think like that puts it in a in a capsule where someone can just say, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the difference. Yeah, because what it does, what that difference is, is is exactly like you say it was another parent checking us you see what i'm saying yeah. but who checks the kids today is another kid checks them and right. so that's where the peer pressure come in in those kids saying things in those kids ears is is more powerful than the parent yeah and so when you when you can tell the kid to shut that noise out go ask your parents mm. you know so that's where that's where you go ask your parent you know because it's, it's not a parent telling the kid to go do stupid stuff it's yeah. another kid telling them, you know, so you have to, you know, have parent pressure. Go tell your parents. So that's where that comes from. Tell us, you know, uh, hit that up. You know, shout outs for that, you know, standing out on that. I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Appreciate y'all in the chat. All right. So, okay. So you got your first store. Things mm -hmm. are going. Um, mm -hmm. you, you're meeting different people. I'm pretty sure at the time, because you're more of a, you're, you're a hip hop record store owner. You're mm -hmm. not in the thought space of, like you said, you could have been a, a manager, but you're not thinking mm -hmm. of these people coming in, like building relationships and mm -hmm. and watching them grow and all of that. Right now, you're selling product, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, what were you an immediate success, or was there 
turbulence in the in the beginnings of, of the funky chicken so no turbulence uh how it goes is is that dream that candy store dream you know mm. is it was always repetitive in my mind it was fun and, and the products of the candy was the tapes you know so yeah. uh from that point carlos and i carlos brown uh aka dj chaos you know we we said uh, we was hanging in this Moonlight record store before we got there. But when we got to the Funky Chicken, it was uh Eddie Murphy movie. It was when, when, he, when he was uh, he was a big dude and a small dude. I can't think of the name of that movie. It was the oh the the clumps. Yeah, well, yeah. So that that came out. So we came up with an idea. You know, we selling tapes. You know, back in the days, it was the movie motion picture soundtracks that was hot. You know, right. so how are you gonna right. get the people up in there? So what we did was we, we we started putting out little flyers at the movie theaters and, and really that's when people started coming you know to the store Smart. uh we we also did a, a battle of a battle of the rapper in 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 those raps i can't God, the other gentleman it's so beautiful you know after 20 years having the store open because a lot of shit a lot of hands a lot of people came back i yeah. can't think of the other gentleman name Just, i should have took that note down because i know this is coming but we'll come back to it but i do remember yeah. the one of the youngsters' name, and his name was uh, TJ, you know, Jackson, all right? I know so, TJ. I know you do, yeah. So yeah, TJ, TJ TJ was, uh, he came with his friend, but it was my nephew, Derek Collins, said, you know, he had somebody, you know, to be in the contest. So they brought him up to, uh, that was like, that was like probably a month or so before we had the Funky Chicken where, where everybody was standing out at. So we had a little rap contest and, and uh, uh, TJ, you know, everybody, we really don't know who won. We say, you know, or, but that's <laughs> TJ, TJ, AKA, you know, Stressmatic, you know, Federation. Yeah, and, so, uh, yep, yep. And so uh, TJ, Goldie. Well, Goldie, Goldie, none of them was known. I didn't know them. And so when yeah. the store opened over there, you know, on, on uh, for the people that's local, you know, the Albertson shopping centers, not Albertson and, and uh, Walmart. It, it, it was, that's the way it, before the Walmart, let's just say that, and before mm. the church over there. So let's just say that's what that looked like. And I was coaching football and I just looked at the little spot. I said, that's when I first said it, John, this is where I'm gonna build a store up. And that's how I looked at it. I seen the vision right there. Nice. And so I caught the, the realtor and opened the doors up like that, took the steps up, you know, you know, paying the rent. I'm old enough to understand how to pay the rent, you know, and, and uh, get a little register, you know, and, and just get start it with the accountant, get it going. Get it and going. So it, it, was, it was a young man, you know, because it was right across the street from the high school. And so just the, you know, whatever the little noise got out there, that's when Anthony came out of the little wheelchair and, and uh, whatever. Uh, whatever he was going through. I don't know what came first, if he got shot or something like that, but I remember him and he just started freestyling. He just started busting around uh, uh, some rap, you know? And, but but uh, those, said, uh -huh. the, those are gems that you're given because, I mean, you kind of glossed over them, but the fact that, number one, there's some level of community outreach for a new business, right? Yeah, You have a rap battle, so you're bringing people in, not saying just come buy something from me but just right. saying I'm, I'm i can do something for you i can give you a space to mm -hmm. shine right mm -hmm. then on top of that location 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 you mm -hmm. right across the street from a high high school yeah so you got yeah. you got a young clientele you got mm -hmm. a clientele that probably getting their first job for at least half the school so they need a spot to spend their money 
They want yeah. to look good. They got school <laughs> dances. They got yeah. football games they're going to. Yes, yes like yes. like like even those little big decisions that you made, yeah. I'm pretty sure aided in the success of the store. It did, you know. Those I call it. That was the, the, the little pebbles back then, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I never thought it was going to do what it did after you know almost 20, 26 years, and so from 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 uh anthony i call Kyrie. Kyrie uh did the music for mac dre and anthony just bust some lyrics to him and he wanted to sign anthony before it even started but then anthony had um marcus williams you know bobby ford's mm. uh, son and then i bobby was my best my best friend to this day you know and wow. i didn't know they was connected and so when i got them two together then you know now we flying in rick rock rick rock came in through uh scott gordon uh mike mosley you know so now you know, Rick is in town, you know, so Rick Rock is in town. Rick Rock, a super producer, you know, say the names was delivered at, you know, so we had Goldie, we had Stress and the Federation. And then when Rick comes in, Rick comes in with Dooney Baby, you know, so that's where all that started at. So they all meeting right there at the store. And so that was just a conclusion of uh, <laughs> a, a really just a, a whole new different dimension for me at Mike Mosley in my own store, I promised I wasn't going back to that, that, that look of love. And now I'm having fun with the youngsters. You know, I'm learning from you all. I had no clue uh, of this music era of, of, of which I listen to, you know, right. I, I like to skip and come back to it, but I'm gonna skip a little bit for it, man. You was in there dancing. You was gigging too. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, was, <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it was, it was fun for me because it was Absolutely. like, it was it wasn't even the business you know it's 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 another story i just you know i just enjoy just you know whatever was coming up in my mind it, uh it, it was just really happening but to bring the collaboration of uh uh from that uh and marcus and and uh and Aunt, i call him anthony you know from the federation for keep people ears open uh i got him a on the record with Herm Lewis, that's the San Francisco Bay Area. He he didn't rap. He was he was on uh, KML. Yeah, mm. Federation right there. He was on KML. He had yeah, his that's, nighttime that's, show. That's the Federation. I know them well. Every yes. from the left, that's Dooney Baby. In right. the middle, that's Goldie. And on the right, stress. Stress. What's yeah. crazy? I'm. I gotta do this because I know my guy is is yeah. listening. Because you know we, we we got a we got a storied history. Uh, with mm -hmm. this with this particular group, and so I know my guy uh, Shaolin Sheldon, who was on the other day. He's from the mm -hmm. Bay Area. He lives out in um in Oakland. Shout out to you, homie. I Shout know you're out. listening. Uh, uh, he's the one I was telling you that he he met he saw you recently, um, because mm -hmm. because his somebody in his I think his his wife's family got a new mm -hmm. place, and you happen to be like the neighbor or something like that. Something anyway. He saw okay. you recently. But tell him to come see me <laughs> for sure, for sure. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna say this only because I know he's like, please say it. All right, because <laughs> you don't know this. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm about to hit you to something you don't know. Um, because and especially because of what you just said, you were like, Oh, yeah, you was dancing. I was, mm -hmm. you didn't mm -hmm. know I was rapping too, though. I didn't, I didn't. So yeah. we was battling them all the time, oh. all the time. That a bit of dopest I, I, they have at the store. The battle. Fire. I I, yeah. I actually played football with with his older brother. Okay. 
we we played um in a peewee league together right before mm-hmm. i even knew him he was still a young cat um but then we get to high school mm-hmm. i can't remember how many years we are apart probably not that much you know you you think you're so much older he's probably mm-hmm. like two years under me but okay so do you remember my hair ever being blonde yes i do okay yeah they were they yeah. were calling me goldie Whoa. and they were calling me golden child right i didn't yeah. mind it i i didn't like take it on as my name but i was like whatever mm-hmm. but, Not, but i heard golden child i heard that that, that was that was people like trying to trying to diss me though but i just, i let it ride because i'm like i do what i do can't none of y'all see me on what i do right right stress used to be in the same group with shaolin sheldon they used yeah. to all rap together sheldon was actually part of the tutelage on teaching stress how to rap like oh. like getting his thing together right yes they, they tight like no no diss just that's what it was. We all had to start somewhere, right? Yeah. And so, so that's how I know stress. That's how, let me not say, let me say rumor has it mm-hmm. that that is how Ant got his name. Right. Because after they were making fun of my hair, I don't know if you yeah. remember, Ant got his hair. Yes, I did. Blonde, I and then he started it, yeah. calling himself Goldie. Man, look and at I've always. Dude, we've always been like, yo, how you gonna come and take my? Well, I, that's what they call hip hop. Huh? That, that's hip hop, right? <laughs> I, I don't got no story about Dooney. I remember Dooney at a a, a rap battle though. Actually, I do have an embarrassing story about Dooney. It's not embarrassing mm-hmm. to him; it's embarrassing to me. So I can say. Right. It. So we were over at the Fairfield Library. Somebody mm-hmm. was having an event. It was like a like some kind of party or whatever that was over there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm there, Dooney's. I can't remember if if, if uh, Goldie and Stress were there, uh, but I know Dooney was there with some other people. You know, some other local rappers. I think San Quentin, just different people, right? Right. They they asking people, do they want to come and get on the mic? All these rappers are going up there. Everybody's doing their thing. You can't really hear them anyway, because you know mm-hmm. it's so loud. It ain't optimized. It's in a library. <laughs> you know, <what> I- <laughs> that distortion. Right. Right. Crazy distortion. <laughs> So, yeah. so me, because I'm, matter of fact, I don't even know if Shaolin Sheldon knows this. This might be the first time I ever even told this story because it was super embarrassing. I get it out. Get I, it out. I, I couldn't remember my rhymes. Like, I, I was trying to think, like, what am I rhyme? What, which one Which one I'm going to do? And then I start going through this, like, you know, doubting yourself. You know how that go when you're younger. Like, oh, maybe I ain't good enough. So I got on the mic when I finally got the mic. And, um, and I said, um um ah oh, what how's it go um don't forget it now baby get it no up, it's, baby, it's not it. it's not mine um uh the the, the mic is contracted i attract client uh, attract clientele well, my mic check is life or death breathing the sniper's breath i exhaled the buddha smoking something through mm. righteous steps deep like the shot that's not mine that's mm. nas oh I went up and I did Nas's rhyme because I was like, whatever. I just wanted to get up there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do Nas rhyme. They don't know yeah, it. That's heavy. That's heavy. No. I did it too. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Who called me out though? Dooney. Oh, oh Aunt Dooney. What? 
Dooney called Dooney was like, nah, nah, nah. We ain't doing that. That's not so I was like, oh man, the historian. Okay. Dude, it was more, it was the most embarrassing hip hop story I've ever oh, had. And I've man. never shared it until this day. <laughs> but yeah, that's hey. my story with Dooney. That's my only interaction with Dooney was him taking hey. the mic from me saying, You doing Nas raps. <laughs> Hey, well, you know, shout out to you for doing that, man. You know, telling the story, man. Now it's written, it's dated, you know, and, and that, that will add more to, you know, catching up with Dooney. I still think I got his number to find out where he at. Yeah, so yeah. Tell the story. But that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I do, you go to, it look nice on you. That's the whole thing about all that, though, because we could we could go on and on, but, you know, we continue habit, and we could just bounce back on some of these things because that's the, that's, you know, I always say, you know, uh, here, here I go with another parable. You know, the, let's just say the good times, and you, you could have some of the most awkward things. Uh, let's just say, and let's just use the ingredient. All right, so you got an egg. You can't eat eat an egg by itself, or that's raw. You know, sugar's too sweet. The oil, and then the vanilla, and then the flour. It, it's, it's you can't eat it. You know, by mm, itself. But, but yeah. when you stir it all up, you know, what I'm saying you get that little batter, right? You can taste the batter; it tastes good. But when you put it in the oven. It's a pound cake. Wow. So, so today you did you you know you, you look how far you came, and you, we we right. on this we on this pound cake with this conversation and <laughs> yeah. with the fun things of it. You know the, the good the good news and, the, and then, you know it it seemed different back then, but right. so many different things came out of that because back then you know with him and uh, Marcus Anthony they was they was a uh, kin smoke. And that's when I just oh, I brought Ken you. Smoke. Yeah, Ken I, Smoke came I forgot, out. You know? I forgot Dooney was in Ken Smoke though. I don't think I knew that. Nah, oh, nah, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't in it. You know, okay. basically what happened? You, you you put you put you put Dooney Rick Rock as executive because they was in a cosmic slop shop with Mike Mosley and mm -hmm. Mike yep. Mosley left. And All so right. you know, and we had Big Lurch, and that'd be another story, you know. Big Lurch, Big, Big Lurch got yeah, Big Lurch, you know. So they had all that. So they was really they was coming to the store. To find some artists, you know what I'm saying, Dooney and Rick, you know, mm. but Rick had more of the executive mind on it, and that's how you built the federation. So when you have all that just sitting there, that's where the Mankey comes out, you know, that's where Jai and and, and everybody else, you know, that hold on, Mank came out. Mank, Mank, Mank got a platinum record somewhere right now. I just see what? It. Yeah, Mank shot a video at the Folky Chicken not too long. Mank, Mank on it. So catch up with make oh. make the mayor. That's the first mayor that they've been saying out there in Fairfield. That's make the mayor. Yeah, and and I, I remember the name. I just didn't. I never heard any of the music. Make the mayor. Remember, wow, make got a platinum record. That's fire. Yeah, it's one of his he, records or record he was on. He's uh, uh record he was on on the feature. Yeah. So wow, a lot of that, a lot of that, a uh, lot of different. Fire. Yeah. So. When you when we catch up with the rest of the crew because you you about to be on fire, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna bring them all to you. And when you when you mix all that into the funky chicken, yeah, uh, uh, just to go back and 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 watching you guys have fun. You know, yeah. I was I was in the store, I was traveling, and uh, I set up something, and and I'm gonna just jump to it. I set up something else, and it was my boy Showtime. Uh, Showtime's from San Francisco, right? He's go pick my music up in Oakland. We'll always meet at uh, the music people, the record people. Uh, okay. Intermittent records, but the music people where I got the, uh, the, the records from. And then they we used to celebrate. They used to have certain celebrations. That's when we met different people from the Bay Area. Hmm. And my boy Showtime put me on the game of, uh, of getting my clothes. 
and he brought me a little set of clothes in the store and that those clothes so fast so i like man this is a commodity right here this is the hot thing so it was a wow. magic show magic convention clover convention wow. so we all went out there me showtime uh my yay my yay had this one shirt he had this yay area shirt uh almost similar to mine that's pretty much what i kind of flipped the concept off of his and brought it back and then we had dawu dawu is another gentleman you want to talk to because dawu has a company called big printing but he had a shirt called big pimpin so yeah. all these everybody came up under my wing because i was i was really one pushing the the weight the boxes of the clothes the cotton you know and so when you get to the big printing, uh, he's the one out of our little circle that did it real big. Uh, he got some big printing company out in Oakland. And he, he uh, we started just hanging shirts in, in his backyard on the fence, you know. Uh, I was really just you know helping him push the shirts from my store because all the money was down this way. Yeah, but that'd be another story. But he's uh, big printing. If you guys need your shirts done, go to big printing. Big printing. Uh, yeah, like big printer. Yeah, out there in Oakland. So we all we all would go out there to the clothing convention. But he took his entrepreneur uh, based on a different level. And again, this is all under the foundation of Funky Chicken that he seen a, uh, the, the, the do uh, t-shirts. I mean, all the t-shirts you pretty much see in, in this Bay Area at the, at the Warriors game and all that. Some of those his account. Uh, he did uh, something about the the Black Lives Matter, something about in that era with George Floyd. He got a big account with someone. He, he never told us anything, but it was a multi-million account. So shout yeah. out to Big Britain, Black Business that did that. Other Absolutely. That, shout uh, out. Show, yeah, Showtime. Showtime uh, came to me. A lot of people don't know. The little cans I was holding, I created the energy drinks. Other Bay Area, no one created it. I created it from the scratch. Right out of Fairfield, let's just say Susun, California. So there's oh, juice. Yeah. You created the yeah. energy drink. Yes. Yeah. After I close the story, yeah. The Mac Dre, the 18 dummy for Rick Rock, the there's juice, the hundred racks, hundred rack. Uh, shout out to Lil Show Banger. Lil Show Bangers is uh I'm from the fit fit field, you know, show yeah. bangers. Hold yeah. on, what's the name of the energy drink? All of them, you got, you have uh, Mac Dre, you got Thiz Juice, these are separate drinks. I remember Thiz Juice. 18 I, I, Dummy, yeah. 100 Racks, 100 Racks is the one that pretty went south. H-U-N-I-D, 100 Racks, R-A-C-K-S. Oh, okay, I see it, I see it now. Yeah, I, I, I created all that out of my bedroom. Yeah. What? From scratch. Artist shout out to Vince Concepcion, you know he calls himself practice g yeah yeah that's me that's, that's he, he didn't he didn't do the max ray we did the dead juice the art that that you know helped created that design yeah 100 racks you know so i tell people when i show people that i say follow your dreams and i did it wow. from my bedroom because this is low-key the candy shop right here this is low-key low-key the candy shop right there yeah, that's be, fire, bro. It'd it'd be another story to that because that's really what it was all about. Man, it, it's another story, but it's it's so unique. You know, I I was the first one to really bring flavors to the energy drink because it it started off before uh before Red Bull even made it big. Wow, and, and that's what I banked off when I was going back and forth to to Oakland. I was stuck in traffic, and the gentleman he gave me a Red Bull. He gave me Red Bull. He told me to drink this stuff, and they had this thing they call it. Uh, but they got up in that thing. It's, I, I probably got to read. Anyways, it's, 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 uh, 
I know the word, but I can't think of it. But anyway, but when I drink that uh, Red Bull, you know, it says open your mind and all that stuff like that. What yeah. also calms you down, you know, taurine. Yeah. It was taurine. Taurine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Taurine is the key ingredient to where, it, you know, a lot of people, I tell people this, though, you know, people wake up, you know, coffee. I'm not really a big coffee drinker, but, you know, a girl got me on, so I started to drink that a little bit. But taurine, what it does is your body, when you wake up, your body wakes you up. So you're already up. You see what I'm right. saying? Right. But your mind is saying, I don't want to get up. But you're up. You're so up. what taurine does, it wakes your brain up. It'll make you go pay all your bills. So don't drink that taurine. <laughs> if you don't want to, you're gonna, you're gonna, it'll make you do what you do. But I was going back Shout, shout out to taurine. Shout out taurine. to taurine. <laughs> the taurine and that's why you don't need the energy drink because, you know, they put it in a little five-hour shot. They put the taurine yeah, in there. Yeah. So, so, you know, that it was making people, you know, all that sugar and all that. So that's how the, the energy drink slowed down. But you know, I got it out there, and it's just, it's it's a good thing to, and I don't know, which I do know is I know how it all started, and that's God. I'm I'm a believer in God, so I want everybody to know that I'm a Christian for sure. And um, with that, uh, I never took no chemistry or none of that stuff. One of the uh, business owned by Clorox, the ones that built the cans and stuff. Again, I have all these names later, but it was right there in Fairfield, and I went there and asked wow. them the questions. I asked them the questions, you know, how do you do this? How do you do this can? How do you do this? How do you get the flavor? And I shared it with Rick Rock because Rick Rock got his first little royalty checks. You know, he's my homie and from, from the Tupac and with me every day. And Rick Rock, you know, wrote a cashier check for $100,000 and said, you know, do it. Do it. So shout and out and to Rick And Rick, Rick is that kind of guy. No, Rick is, I mean, Rick is that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah to yeah, the day. Completely the day. Yeah, so Rick, you know, he gave us that opportunity. We went to Las Vegas. I had another youngster that was here, uh, and he was into the uh, Ultimate Fighter. Uh, uh -huh. So he was he lived out here, and he told me to come out there. And again, we we'll, we we'll extend that story. So I did the science, you know, X Y I E N C E X Y I E N C E, and that was always in the ring. So I created that drink, and that's what sponsored the the eighteen W from Rick Rock. So a lot of different things happen, you know, a lot of up and so, down. Okay, hold on, hold on. So, so we go from the candy store, mm -hmm. and then that jumps into the record store, right? We open the hip hop yep. store. People are coming in. Mm -hmm. What? What? If you if you can put your finger on it, because that that's a dope transition and jump. Mm -hmm. But what is the? What's the moment that you decided? You know what? I'm gonna now get into food and beverage. Mm -hmm. Like, like, mm -hmm. how, what jump? What made you not jump ship, but add that to the legacy? I give you uh, the, the formula for that was like I said, it would, when when me and Carlos uh, again we started off. The first thing I bought for the store before it was the store was two short tape. His last tape, that's what he called mm. it. And I bought like uh, five of them. We only had we had to test the water, you know. Gotcha. So if you not if you live in Fairfield, and you got to drive to the Bay Area. You gonna be in some traffic. <laughs> and so when I was going to the music people in Oakland, and I was always complaining because I had to bring the tapes back. I had to bring the tapes back to Fairfield for everybody's pre-orders before it was really the Funky Chicken. We was at a store called Moonlight, and so and that's where I met TJ at. And so before that happened, I was going back and forth on the freeway, tripping, hated the traffic, hated. It. I mean, it's like like that LA traffic, just hated. And so. The gentleman that worked at the music people, I can't think of his name. That's when he gave me that that Red Bull. I never seen it before. And I promise mm. you, when I drank that thing, I was just rolling. I was calm in the traffic and everything. Oh, and so that's that when Red I said, Bull. 
that Red Bull, I'm gonna make my own wow. drink. And everything else I give it to God because I can't tell you what made me walk this way, that way. I know when I when I when I seen it, that's when um I closed my store down off the cart. And uh and that was just another dream. And the story with that, I'm just tell you how God works. This is, yeah. uh basically started off with um he started off it's it's funny how I say it in this order of he said, What weighs more? Because I was sitting in the mall at my cart. And, and honestly, I got tired of selling all that explicit music, right? I was like, I got to do something different. I was looking around in the mall. I was inside of a, a Westfield Mall, you know? And so I was looking around. I said, wow, man, they built this big old mall. So, you know, I want to I I do something big. And so God knew I didn't, didn't want to be in no real estate. So he, he told me about water. He said, everything, the majority of everything on your body is water. And the whole world majority is water. And then... Mm-hmm. He gave me this little thought about uh, what weighs more, you know, critical thinker. This is when he was, this is just the Holy Ghost was talking, critical thinker. And he's like, okay, he said, what weighs more? And I'm going to see if you get it. What weighs more, a thousand pounds of bricks or a thousand pounds of feather? This is him talking to me in spirit. Mm. So what weighs more, a thousand pounds of bricks or a thousand pounds of feather? They weigh the same. That's how he hit it. I didn't know it, but he told me that. And that was powerful. Wow. So this is how I got to that point. And then from there, he told me, he said, everything in the world is free. He said, water is free. You know, you go to the neighbor, they give you some water. Water is free. And then he showed me, he said, uh, fruit is free. You go to your neighbors, they give you lemons. You know what I'm saying? They give it to you. He said, yeah. sugar is free. I mean, he broke down and said, you know, oil is free. Someone dug a hole in the ground. You know what I'm saying? The oil came out. And then he's, I mean, all these spiritual things. He said, if you throw your net in the water, you got abundance of fish. Free. People oh. got everything on this land. Dirt is free. Dirt, dirt comes into soil and then they sell it. Then people got their gardens and then they get flowers. He was showing me all this, but he gave me some three main characteristics of this, this energy drink. He said water's free, lemon is free, sugar is free. All right. So you got water, lemon, and sugar. All right. He's coming through this uh, uh, lemonade type of theory, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he said, but if you mix, you know, like the pound cake, he said, but if you put all that together, you know, he was basically telling me like, uh, but there's one thing that ain't free because if you need to make lemonade, you need to put it in the cup. Right. And right. so if you, if you got to put it in the cup, he said, well, one thing he said, well, the world is lazy. So he said, you go out there and smash. And I did all these things. I really did this. He said, go smash some aluminum cans and some recycled. And then after you do that, you go buy you some little cups, paper cups. Now, remember, my mind is still on that funky chicken for when I used to see the, the, the stores in New Orleans and Louisiana. Yeah, they had the little cups with the little with the little ice in it, and had the lemonade, you know, frozen lemonade. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's where my mind went. And then I tell everybody, uh, people are lazy. And so if you if you if you recycle the cans, you get to go buy a cup. You know what I'm saying? So now yeah. you have something to pour it into, a little cup, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's when I thought of the energy drink can, just based on that theory. And I tell people, you got to understand that lemonade stands worth a million dollars because it's it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, raise money type of type of thing to help out. And so that's how I created the energy drink, just based on that. That is a bar. That is a bar. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if y'all caught it. You know, I'm a I'm a lyricist, so I catch the bars. That was a bar yeah. because what yeah. you basically also said in an, in an analogy style way was that things like um, creativity, uh, motivation, inspiration, mm. yes. drive, those things are all free, but mm-hmm. we all need a vessel to put mm. it in. 
And mm -hmm. sometimes that vessel is not inside of you. It might be in somebody like Chauncey who puts together mm -hmm. the funky chicken. So maybe you got to pay to get to that vessel. You got to pay mm -hmm. to go buy some clothing there or drive your car mm -hmm. to get there to watch the rap battles. But once you're mm -hmm. there, you get all these free things that come with it that yes. are inspiration and motivation and drive. I see what you did there. That's I see powerful. what you, did. <laughs> I oh, see what you yeah. did there. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's fire. It's, it's 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 so powerful, and you know, just like I tell everybody, you know, it's it's don't struggle. You know, you know, it, God has it is there. It's all yeah. there. All right, you just just put the pieces together. Amen to and that. So that's where that's where the energy drinks came at. That's where some of the deals went down. And, and yeah. here's the real contract to the energy drinks. Dude. Don't tell nobody your vision. You know, it was a Habakkuk two two in the Bible. It's write it down as big as you can. So when I when I threw it out there, you know, people started jumping on it, and I really yeah. didn't get paid. So I was about to be out there hurting somebody, <laughs> some other people. <laughs> that jail stuff came back, but you got to watch your guy. It did real quick. You know, that made oh, it's always big. right there. Some it's always right there. out there. Yeah, and I like wait a minute now. You know, y'all making money, but you know, I you know again. You know, and and I and I promise you in this era, and this is what I share with you, young James, is that I was on that edge, you know, and and uh, and at one point, uh, just you know, going to Mount Calvary, you know, shout out to Pastor Lee and the whole congregation there. Yes, sir. Uh, your mother and and some of the ladies they supported me. They was you know they said you know get saved. Mm, yeah, and I got saved, and I can remember her voice going, "Hey, Chelsea!" When I was up there, Amen. And I can still Amen. hear her voice, Rochelle' voice, all the ladies she was around. Yeah. So every time I see her, I speak about that, and that's when I changed my life. And I ain't hurt no more body. You know, I'm just gonna do this, and that's what made it just a better life for myself. You know, so it's I just, look at it, your mom. Mm -hmm. it's, you, sorry, sorry, I mean to cut you off. You look at my mom, and that's what I think of. I think mm. of uh, of this that moment, you know, where. Uh, even you know, Pastor Lee is just it was for me. I I, I would go in there, I said, Man, you know, because I'm, I'm lightweight street boy. Pastor Lee, I grew up under my wings, you know, they was younger than me, yeah. And then when I got in that church, I said, Man, you know, I tell people this, you know, the closest relationship you have to any movie stars or anybody on TV is TV. Your closest relation, even if I, I couldn't talk to TD Jake because my closest relationship is TD Jake's, but yeah. when you go to your own church and you talk to your pastor, I could talk to him. Yeah. You know, and so that's yeah. the beauty of it. And so that's what made me, got me up in the church. And I told him, I said, man, it's, I said, dude, you, your, your ministry is more powerful than the Jay-Z concert. And I, I naturally said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather listen to this, you know, those little fine. concerts and stuff. That and so that's fine. where, you know, you know, got in the choir and, you know, see moms in the choir and everybody, just the love of, of, of just oh, that yeah. circle. So. That's yeah, the beauty man. of it. But we, yeah, you on the mic though. But I'm, I'm, I'm ready. No, um, just thinking about your story so far, and how you hit some very pivotal points. Whether it was, um, you know, being out there, seeing all the the other little uh, black businesses, and that kind of got mm -hmm. you inspired to coming back and what you dealt with. You know, just as an adolescence, getting into the the jail system, but then that moment of you love it here, don't you? And then, mm -hmm. you know, then fast forward to uh, all these moments that you've shown. And at and after all those moments have passed is when you gave your life to Christ. And, and the beauty in that, and I hope that people mm -hmm. caught that, is that even 
though it may take us time to give our lives to Christ, Christ has already given to us. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So he was already given to you long before. He was already pouring into you, guiding your steps in this perfect way, in this perfect mm -hmm. way of, of good and bad, this perfect way of light and dark. Because, you know, mm -hmm. we all got darkness in us. You know, I was listening to a speech from Jim Rohn, and he was saying how powerful those two energies of light and dark are. And mm -hmm. when you turn the light out, the darkness yeah. takes over. But yeah. the moment the light is back on, the darkness disappears. But it, it's mm -hmm. always waiting, right? Mm -hmm. It's always waiting right there. And the moment the light's gone, it's back. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. but through all of that, then you get to this beautiful moment where you give your life to Christ and that that is yeah that that's awesome man that's awesome we 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 always have it in a household my mom told me the same one she says uh dark don't understand light so the light mm -hmm. is always on us and so when you have that and you walk in until you really just start listening to you know the the, the just listen to whatever good holy spirit is telling you yeah it's really there yeah it's really there so you know dark don't understand light that's the dark deal. don't you, understand you, light I like that it don't it like don't wherever you step in, it don't matter if you're in a club, it don't matter, you know, you'll be holding a drink and it'll be water. They think it's alcohol, but we can step in wherever we go because God's with us at all times. So yeah, that's dark yeah. don't understand light. I like say that. that. Dark yeah. don't understand light. I like that. Sorry, mm -hmm. back to the chat again. I'm I'm gonna kind of keep touching on the chat when we Let's hit go. little when we hit Let's little pockets. Um, you know, they are chiming in, but I want to make sure all the information continues to flow and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So Mama Wolf said we mm -hmm. need more of these stories. Um thank you, Mama of, Wolf. Of, of our neighborhood legends creating mm -hmm. stuff like energy drinks. I admit, yeah. I agree. Growing mm -hmm. up in the hood myself, I wish I knew of people in my neighborhood with that creativity. And that mm -hmm. is what is so I Mama Wolf, thank you for that. That is what is so important. Yeah, and what yes, one thing I knew we were gonna get from Chauncey is that that the fact that not only is he doing it, but he's telling other people, he's passing it forward, he's talking mm -hmm. to the kids, he's doing community things so that he can pour into the kids. Because oftentimes we do have this kind of creativity, or we do have this kind of of, of desire and passion or even accomplishment. But because sometimes we're our worst own worst enemies, we hating, we stealing from each other, we tearing our own stuff up. We don't mm -hmm. really talk about it. We don't really tell mm -hmm. somebody, yo, I'm the one that did this. Yo, I went and got a deal like this. Yo, I put these two people together and blah blah and inspire the next minds. So mm -hmm. I agree with, with with Mama Wolf. That's 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 the good mm -hmm. one. Yeah, that's it. Mama Wolf is it's, it's it's lemonade. It's a lemonade stand. It's it's a multi million dollar company. So. Nowadays, you know, people are making their own lemonades. You know, all the uh, all the ingredients is there. You yeah. Know, so, if anybody want to do some pop ups in the summertime and the wintertime, you know, we're gonna come to the house. We're gonna support. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. a fact. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so you said a couple of times. You said, you know, it's twenty six years, but you said we reopened, but mm -hmm. I didn't get the story of when you closed. Yeah, the story. The story about uh closing the story and everybody's going to understand this is that oh. uh they were bootlegging cds you know went from vinyl ah. I, that's, that's how i ran my little campaign you know <laughs> i ran the campaign when i was running for the mayor of fairfield i was letting people know the area i came from i came from eight tracks uh, a needle on a record you know from a tape to a cd yes, sir. now these kids these youngsters you know really is it's, it's, it's about coding and programming they 
the music is at the palm of our hand, like what we're doing right now. Yeah. And yeah. so when closing the stores, they were just burning CDs. I, you know, I had to fry the chicken. Let's just say this. You know? <laughs> I had to fry the chicken, man. You know, I had like, to fry the chicken. Because the record labels was the one printing out the blank CDs for everybody to burn it so they didn't have to pay the artists, you know. Mm. So that's what tore down the whole, all the labels. It ain't there no more. And then, I you know, had the pirate radio. Yeah. The you had to fry the chicken. You might so, as well. You probably should have yeah. just went to frying chicken. They can't bootleg hey, fried chicken. Every, every, <laughs> every, every company that hear the funky chicken, you know, they think it's a, a chicken store. So we're going to be working on that. I, I love what you want it, though. So, we, you know, and again, I'm open up that for everybody where everybody can have a share of that, you know, mm. like the, what they call the stadium with the cheese at, you know, Green Bay, you know, that the people own it. You know? Oh, yeah, so the cheese it's, is. It's big. Yeah. yeah, so it's big. You know, the name is there. It's ready. And so I had to close the funky chicken because mm. of that, you know, and that's when I went from that to the energy drink. Yeah, and from that, that point on, uh, you know, uh, added on uh, the other reason why, because I said like this with the funness of it, though, and they're my blessings. I had funky chicken babies, so I had to be a daddy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I did those years and uh, <laughs> coming back around when it got to uh, when it got to be hitting four, uh, 50. Mm-hmm. I said, I want, I want, I want to, I want to do something. I want to, uh, I need to stamp something like a career job. So I went to school, got a social degree in, in, in uh, healthcare and science. I wanted to deliver a baby. My, my oldest daughter was about to have her baby, even though I had two grandchildren, grandchildren okay. before my oldest daughter. So they were saying I need to be a doula. So that's like a midwife, but a really yeah, yeah. like a cheerleader. Yeah, they said I had all this energy. <laughs> so uh, that was successful. Uh, you know, I went, got got my social degree and all that, you know, but they, nice. they had me leveled up on a bigger level on that to where I had job offers at these big hospitals to manage, you know, because they, they didn't, I mean, there was something about it to them to where I even had to mind to manage the hospitals and all that stuff like that. But it was really a bluff, you know, I, I ain't doing that. But what got me going, uh, it was that I had to make some money. I had to pay my, my loan off, right? And so yeah, I got yeah. a job at uh shout out to uh, george nixon i feel good medical he, he took a chance an opportunity to ha- hire me downtown fairfield i feel medical that's where you get your wheelchairs and hospital beds and all that but mm. you gotta watch how my mind goes so i, I took the job because i know retail you know all the other jobs like man i ain't trying to be up in there so yeah i go in there and uh learn the process of, of uh you know selling briefs not underwears uh i mean not 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 diapers they call it briefs and underwears you know they uh gloves anything that you need in the hospital for your house and for your loved ones that gentleman got it on in the west downtown fairfield gotcha. but what i seen was uh that it was a lot of people uh that that worked for someone coming into the store hmm. and so right there i was thinking they don't have to come to the store i could deliver it to them so i came up with another business in my head it was, it was i was going to do medical delivery with medical stuff like hospital beds wheelchairs and rollators and all that that's a big that's a big business yep and i was telling yeah. the boss i was telling the boss so you know this is again I'm, I'm seven almost seven years ago i'm telling him you know this 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 is what i want to do and he didn't believe in it you know and i kept telling him i said this way look everybody's coming in from the workers didn't have to bring the patient in like that's inconvenient you know and that's a little bit right after, uh, well, not, it got heavy right after the COVID, you know, people needed that delivery. And yeah. so I already had the name and everything. So I called uh, the administration part of it, like uh, like where you get the magazines and you can see where all the different businesses, I call that what's up doc. 
So W A S S apostrophe S U P Doc. So what's up, Doc? Because it's just a medical term with a fun twist to it, like funky chicken. Oh yeah. And my and my delivery company is called Stat Run. S T A T Run. Stat Run. Quick and fast. You know, I give yeah. it to you. Stat. And so Stat Run. So basically, he said it wouldn't work. And then that's when I knew to shut my mouth. I mean, I tell you again, <laughs> the game is to be sold, not told. Not told. You know this saying? is a fact. Yeah. So yeah. I stopped telling them that, and so. That's what happened. Got into that part of it. And then the gentleman that was building my website signed up after that code. Uh, he was setting up my, my website. He said, man, you need to open mm. up the funky chicken. I said, man, you tripping. <laughs> 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, you know, they ain't doing that. Uh, Luis, shout out to Luis. Luis is the one that does my doing some of my videos and stuff right now. But Luis, uh, Bay Area Media. But he was the one that just. He was the one. Know, he was one that kept you know, saying, Luis, it, Luis, yeah. if you see this, thank yeah. you, Luis. I'm, I'm here, Luis. Thank you for talking sense to that watch. man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm 50 some years old. Like, oh man, that ain't happening. Hey, that, so ain't he, that ain't nothing. Not so for, not that ain't nothing. Not for a guy like you. 50 something ain't nothing for a guy like man, you. Know, nah, so man. I, you just, you just get your stride. Hey, for real though, man, the love is real. And so right. from from closing it down and then 20 years later and reopen it uh, and open it back up in the mall, uh, that, that was the best. It was the best. It was the best because I didn't know I had that type of love. It was so much love to where when I opened the doors, it, it just, again, it reminded me when I opened it. I mean, it was just, it was just the support and the love, you know, it's like, it was just big. Yeah. Uh, what happened in the change of that, Mr. Young James, is that uh, you guys grew up. <laughs> yeah, we looked a you lot different not, when we came back. Yeah, <laughs> 20 years later, man, junior high, high school. Yeah. So when I seen you, I was I was so happy to see you, uh, most of all because people didn't know how my heart felt when the people was coming to the store. They was telling me the stories of how they grew up in the store, mm. and then they would bring their wife in and their kids. Now, I would have never thought that I would see wife, and the kids so i call yeah. it the third the third generation when i see yeah, the son i was able yeah. to see the third generation that's so that's exactly. the beauty of it all to where i'm at this age and what i did back then i get to see you all with your family and your loved ones and so that was the beauty and and then uh and then the kids that came into the store they kept saying uh, from vacaville from fairfield so soon they kept saying you should be the mayor i said now y'all really tripping <laughs> and so i told them that i turned fairfield upside down they said nah chancey you right side up they upside down you know a lot of ups and downs in fairfield yeah. you know but okay hold on they put, before we get let's, go. Go to the, let's hold on hold on hold on yes, yeah. we're, we're, we're gonna get there um because yes, right. that i definitely need to hear more about I do want to hear a little bit more. I hate to, to double back. I like to try to keep with the flow mm -hmm. of the show, but that's such a um, such an interesting shift that you got into medical supply delivery. So did you mm -hmm. actually get that company? I know he was working on the website and told you mm -hmm. to reopen uh, the Funky Chicken, mm -hmm. but how, mm -hmm. how big were you able to grow that business? How long were you in it? Was it lucrative? Did you know, tell me something about that. There was some dot in the, in the stat yeah. run. Yeah, in the stat Very run. lucrative. Uh, I didn't get to open it because they all happened hand in hand with the punky chicken. Ah. And so I'm going to reopen it. It's a powerful. I still do a little bit of deliveries with it, you know, but yeah. I kept it going with the boss of the store and he he pretty much uh and he's older, you know, no matter no matter what, when God gave me the vision, I got the vision. And so I'm gonna get back to it. It's it's uh and the, this is the easiest thing I can tell you, you know, this is the same thing like the, the water and the lemon and the sugar. 
simplicity of things is that even if I didn't know any of the medical items up in there, for show, for show, this is what I was telling everybody, for show, for show, I could sell some diapers. <laughs> it's simple, no matter what. And the base, best way I can say, you go to Walmart, go to t- Target, go, go to this CVS store, you will see uh, adult, you know, briefs and underwears and the, and the shelves are clear. If you didn't know no product, so we yeah. don't say this when y'all connect with me because I get a wholesale. If y'all want to do your deliveries, if you don't know anything, for sure, for sure, we can sell diapers delivery. And so that's the simplicity of But I took it to another level because I stayed in there over four or five years. And I learned a lot mm-hmm. of more things because without, I don't want you, you know, it's like saying, like, like, let's shout out to little McDonald's. McDonald's will make you buy a drink with the syrup in it, you know. That's what made their money. <laughs> and they make you buy the whole package. So I'm telling y'all, when, when we right. do this, there's other things that go with diapers like gloves and wipes and, and, and you know, and, 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 and other little things, the simplicity of it. So the simplicity yeah, of it yeah. is what makes it big. And so that's why, uh, you know, and that's another thing. I'm starting on that, you know, probably in a couple of weeks and we're going to get it going. And so I'm going to open up from, from, from state to state, city to city. And okay. So, what, so I know some people yeah. listening are going to want to either – you know, be an entrepreneur on their own because that's a mm-hmm. that's a big hustle right now. That's a big yeah. small business right now, right? Yes, a lot of people, is. especially with uh, you know, Amazon doing more, you know, last mile door to door delivery, people getting into mm-hmm. that. So medical supply delivery is pretty big. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure that as you start to franchise and branch out, you'll take on people that want to do something in their market, right? And they can right. work with you, um, yeah. you know, doing stat runs. But yes, let's just say someone was listening and they wanted to build their own what would be right. your um your suggestions or your direction on how they how they would get into it and so to, to build their own business so let's just keep it as a, a on and med- and medical supplies it. oh a medical side to build yeah, their own business and medical supply truth of it is is you got to learn the product you, you almost got to go work in that environment to understand it other than that mm-hmm. it just it won't work that's why i said i was just going to work there just to pay the uh you know my loan off you know but once you get in there i you know i soaked in the game you know my mind because you i i never really worked for anyone you know i always have my own business so i i tell people if you see me at mcdonald's don't look at it and say chauncey working at mcdonald's say uh chauncey about to own a mcdonald's you know so (laughs) (laughs) that's what i look at when i was in there you know the fun thing was a lot of the church people came in it it was fun but i I was just i was just inputting so one one of the tools of the medical supply business, you you have to you it's the, you would be shocked from from head to toe of what people order, hmm. you know. And so getting accounts open and 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 doing that, but it's more to it, you know. And we'll break it down from that because I am going to open up because the simplicity of it is is that I can show you guys in your own city and town how to you know how to uh, work it. Uh, basically, what it is. And a lot of people don't know. I can show people too, and that'll be another little podcast that you know I created DoorDash many years ago, over thirty-seven years ago. I drew it out and everything on the phone. So you know, yeah. you know what I, you know, what I'm noticing from everything you're saying is that uh, there's there's one ingredient yeah. that I think you missed, and it, it's not your fault. It's just time frame of technology. There's one mm-hmm. ingredient that mm-hmm. if you had it. Mm-hmm. The, the, the funky chicken would already be in 78 cities, uh, you know, at least in this country. And that's right. social media. Exactly. When, I, when I hear you talking about the battles, mm-hmm. when I hear you talking about um, 
the the energy drinks when i hear you talking mm -hmm. about the record store and I hear you talking about a place where all of these local legends who then branch out and become global mm -hmm. superstars uh come mm -hmm. to congregate when i hear all of these things in my head i'm like i just saw the energy drink bangs blow up crazy they went from a no-name brand to mm -hmm. next thing i know i kept seeing them on social uh, media like influencer pages and now i see them in walmart target mm -hmm. AMPM, 7-eleven everywhere i go i see mm -hmm. this energy drink but mm -hmm. their energy drink isn't based on anything relevant only thing that they did was create a ton of flavors that weren't around before like you right. can go get blueberry guava and vanilla right. chocolate or whatever like just all yeah. kind of crazy flavors and that's kind of how they're winning whereas you found something almost like wrap snacks like that's kind of what mm -hmm. i equivalent equivalent your energy drink to what they came right. out years and years later you were way ahead mm -hmm. of the curve is wrap snacks yeah. they took regular snacks and just put a rapper on the front of them and called it their name you know what exactly. i don't know because i don't eat them but like migos cheddar cheese or whatever it is right that's exactly what you did with the fizz juice and and i'm like that if that had social media if those things had social media behind it right I, I i'd be having to you know wait a mm -hmm. few months to probably even get a phone call because you'd be right <laughs> not because of no right. love just because you'd be so busy but yeah. but like you i think you said it perfect a minute ago just that you know it's it's funny how god works god has yes, his it way is. god has god. his way of timing and mm -hmm. and so today i, I want to win and you asked a good question how to you know start things up and that's what we're going to do sit down and share these uh different ideas from anyone because i pretty much walk it through you know the difference of it is is that um my foundation was 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 reckless and that's what i tell mm. people you know just you know find your great partner you know that that believes in you and and, and when god shows you something uh even if it's uh husband or wife you know and and, and they don't want to do it i always tell people god showed you not them you the bread breaker yeah you know so yeah. and when you could do like what you're doing right now that's a beautiful situation and those were the some of the the, the conflict i had i i was um I was uh I jumped in the shark tank, you know, mm. and, and, and told all my dreams and stuff like that. And so now you just write it down. And so right now I'm I'm in a better state of mind to, you know, let's do this right. Even when I stepped out and reopened the funky chicken, I mean, I mean, they came so hard. Uh, I just closed the store at the end of June because I was in there for two and a half years and the only days I had off was Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And I'm telling you, a lot of people came through it was that type of love. And so I, I didn't imagine. have that free time. So I said, I need a break and I need to just, uh, what you're saying, exactly what you're saying, uh, the proof of concept work, the store works. Yeah. And now I could put it on social media and yeah. I can relax and open it up right. and I can make designs in any city. I got LA designs. I mean, it's that nobody ever seen this big. Uh, and so we're going to get it. We're going to get that going. And, uh, and that's how I'm going to open the doors because I always ask people, I say, well, you got an Instagram, you got a Facebook, especially, uh, you know, either one of them. And they say, yeah. I said, well, how many people you got following? They say 500. Well, you got a store. You got 500 people that I don't have. Mm. And once I make that design in, in those backyards, they got, they got yeah. to come to you. And so that's how it's going to work, even with the hospital supplies. I mean, it's it's real heavy, it's deep, you know, and the simplicity of it is, is, is beautiful. And I would just give anyone that's listening right now, 
you could find a medical store in your backyard, you know, but it's a storefront, you know, and the, mm. and the odds of it is, is that uh, you can start that just like anything else, but it's something that where I figure out you get more money instead of going to that shop and, yeah. and building up a website and, 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 and they will give you a discount on it. You know, you, you want the better price on it. You want like the better than the Amazon. So yeah. I've studied Amazon. Uh, uh, I tell you some of the secrets to all this. We'll go to these conventions where they do the medical supplies and we're going to sit down with that, Jay. And yeah. we get direct yeah. to the people because a lot of people don't understand how Amazon got together, how they built it is that the companies wanted them, they gave them the product for someone to test it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so yeah. basically yeah. the people was able to, to test it out. And then what Amazon did with that is like the people wanted more. Some things I, I understand the hustle. Some things he sold what he got for free. Let's just say that, you know, and got the money on it. So it's, it's the same way. I did it with the taste. Talk, talk about it. Talk about it. I did it with the funky chicken, you know, back in the days. They, they yeah. were, uh, with CDs, they would poke a hole in the thing, in, in, the, in the barcodes, you know. But that's how they got. That's how the how they say uh, you you uh, you got on the billboard because basically it's it's something it's in the lyrics. But really, what they did is they got the money and they didn't go put the posters and stuff up. They went and 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 and, and gave the, the money to the people, and they mm, made the people yeah. go in the record store just to scan their music. That was the hustle, you know. Wow. That gorilla, that gorilla market. You know why why go take money and go buy posters when the posters gonna thin out? And they went and had the people go in the store, gave them the money. Like smart man, you know the the, the hood is genius. I tell you, you you, hey, you become hey. you become a you become a genius after the fact. <laughs> right, right. Play, playing those numbers, I remember I heard yeah. I heard mm -hmm. P doing that. Um, I think mm -hmm. I even heard Diddy doing that. Like right. you know, mm -hmm. getting X amount of product and then mm -hmm. basically buying it back from yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you usually they did it with dirty money, but you know we ain't gonna go into that. But buying right. all the product back from yourself, sound mm -hmm. scan into the, you know, looks yeah. like, whoa, they sold how many at a local mm -hmm. independent level? Then you mm -hmm. go out to the parks and just give it away because it's already purchased now. You can give right. it out. And now the label's coming with mm -hmm. 10, 20 times that amount. Like, well, if we could put some mm -hmm. money behind you, you mm -hmm. know, you really could blow up. And that's what and it was. Is. That's what it was. You got to realize that back, back then, they didn't listen to the music. They looked at the numbers. Yeah. And so when they see those numbers coming up, that's when they say, and they were straight by a minimum of 5,000, 10,000 of them. So you had a check right there, you know? And so that's, but you had to be, you have to be at the table and understand how those, uh, how, how, the, how the label was treating the people. They wasn't giving them all, they was giving them pennies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a yeah. lot of people would get mad and, and, and say, wait a minute, I signed a deal for 300 some thousand dollars. You made a million. And that mistake was that the people didn't go out there and try to sell it themselves before they went and got a record deal. You know, so now everything is at the palm of your hand. Your manager is your Instagram, <laughs> pretty right. much. Right, and so you can make back in the day. They don't understand even mm -hmm. even quality artists was making mm -hmm. twenty five cents a, a, a record or twenty five cents yeah. on the dollar. Most of yeah. them was making like between eleven to thirteen yeah. cents to the, on the dollar. Yeah. That's 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 why we you know that's why that's where the applause come in for everybody in the Bay Area, you yeah. know on the tape, you know they was getting like three or four dollars. I was giving them I was giving them eight. I was giving them money seven dollars. Oh, nice. I was giving them cash money, you know. And a lot of people oh, yeah. don't understand my my employees. I had I was paying them fifteen dollars an hour. You know, a lot of people say uh, 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 too many too many too many Indians and not enough cheese. Right? Yeah. Well, 
my days, I wanted nothing but Chiefs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want no Indians, you know. All you got to do is bring the receipt back because when I take a vacation, they're going to take care of me. When they take one, I'm going to take care of them. You know, exactly. so I, I, I need nothing but Chiefs on my team, you know, so that's how you do it. And that's just really the whole circumference of, of, of you know, funky chicken and hip hop. We go on and on because we, you know, it can be a part one, part two, because there's so many different ingredients yeah. of what I've seen, uh, even yeah. coming back, you know, seeing the kids in, in the third generation. So now I didn't build up a third generation that's turning 18 and all that stuff like that. So it's a beautiful situation. It was great to see you and your family too. So, you know, Yo, shout I, out. I, mm-hmm. I loved it, man. And I know I've, had you for an hour and a half i'm not gonna take up more of your time today but i do next mm-hmm. time we get on want to get into the 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 politics side and not just right. not just you um running for office and that mm-hmm. you know that journey but also mm-hmm. what you see in like street politics what are you seeing with the 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 black men in the bay area what what do you feel is needed what do you feel you know what I mean? Is 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 um necessary for the next generation, that third generation that you're talking about, to mm-hmm. be the next funky chicken entrepreneurs or be the yeah. next Rick Rock, you know, mm-hmm. global celebrities. Um, mm-hmm. so I want to get into that more with you next time. I did just want to like get a good foundation. I know everybody listening and watching, they were thoroughly entertained, informed. Mm-hmm. Uh, j- just just a, a wealth of, of Bay Area knowledge, of entrepreneurial experience. And, um, man, I, I, I do appreciate it. So I do, last thing, I, I need actually two things. Number one, yes. let everybody know where mm-hmm. they can come to the Funky Chicken. Because I know some, some Bay Area heads listening that's like, yeah. yo, the Funky Chicken, like, where is it? <laughs> just in case they don't know. where Where was the reopening at? Well, the reopening was at uh, Solano Town Center Mall here in Fairfield, California. Uh, again, I just shut it down for for a vacation, and I'm yep. gonna reopen it. But you go online to funky, is it funky chicken dot store? So that's mm. what it is. F O N. I know you. F O N. I took F-O-N. the O. Yeah. I took the O from DJ Quick when he had his album out back in the day. Funky Chicken first opened, way too funky, so he spelled it with an O. So ah, I shout out to Quick. So hip hop, hip hop to hip hop on that one. There so you go. There you go. K Y Chicken uh, email is at uh, funky underscore chicken at yahoo.com. F O N K Y underscore chicken. Okay. Right now, I'm just remodeling the uh, remodeling the the website because again, I've been locked up in the store with joy and love and so i'm gonna open it up where it's gonna be universal i'm having some i got some nice pieces coming out I some nice designs coming out y'all get ready for my uh my dsn i'll let y'all know what that is down the line so i got the dsn i have the uh i have the bl i got the blms you know i change it to beautiful like me you know so because we all we we got we got here in fairfield the diversity is big because of the travis air force base so we got different nationalities we got mixed kids and yeah. some of the mixed kids are confused so we call it beautiful like me beautiful so, like me. The, that is awesome yeah, yeah so that i got that awesome. coming out yeah i have uh another thing i have uh being in the bay area we have a, uh, I, I made it a bay area store because we're in between San Francisco and Sacramento, but Sacramento's not Bay Area, but where we at, we in between here in Fairfield. Yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of Bay Area items like y'all see this one. I call this one longitude latitude of the Yay area. See the Bay Area longitude latitude 
uh, has Highway 37. I kept the Highway 37 on there, but I took all the codes out and I did it in area codes. So that's what mm. that is, longitude, latitude with the area codes. Right. And then we, we have Pixar out here. So I took a, a, a toy story. I made a God story because uh, we are his story. He loves us. So a lot of things I did, it's just some fun stuff. I got it for the kids. I got uh, coming out with the hella area codes because, you know, you know, you're from Northern California where you say hella. So that's what happens. So for the kids, we got hecka. So we got the kids. It's <laughs> so. funny so you again, say that because I don't yeah. wear this hat around uh, my kids. Because yeah. I know they're not going to want to try to read it. I'm like, you ain't there yet. So they, yeah, they've yeah, never they, even seen this hat. We used to get saying hecka, though. Hey, but watch how God worked on that. God worked on me so bad. Uh, people, about five of them came in. Not heavy, you know, but it was, you know, they said, I, I don't want to buy nothing that got hell with it. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't print it all this up. And now I got to throw it away because I'm a man of God. Yeah. I prayed. I prayed. And God, you know, brought me to the little Bobby. He showed me the hell yeah, H-E, you know, like hell yeah was a woman that was just or you know down there with the devil whatever like that yeah, yeah, i yeah. said oh wow i said what am i gonna do but he showed me a whole bunch of different names with hell and all type of other stuff you know with female names yeah i said well that's beautiful that's beautiful and then i asked him i said so when i go back to the store what i'm gonna tell the people he told me tell them to stop saying hello <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that changed the game again that I got changed the game. so i'm good yeah. You saying yeah, I'm good? Yeah, I'm good because hell, you good because hello. We know what hello means. It right, we know. Yeah, it means a yeah. lot. Whatever you, we know what hello means. So I got a, I got All a right. design that says hello Bay Area. So it makes it fun. And so and I always that get a, that confirmation. Yeah, I like don't, that. Don't feel bad. Pop your collars because we say hello. Don't. It is nothing wrong with it. That's what we doing. You know. But we get the kids that we get the kids to happen because they make them turn their shirt inside out here in Fairfield. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know that's. That's so a it's a beautiful thing. But, that's uh, good though, man. That's that's mm-hmm. good. I, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's huge. I and that, so, that's something else mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance to touch on was mm-hmm. was your your designs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your your influence. I know you were going to get the music. We mm-hmm. talked about that. So I'm going, you know, traveling back out to Oakland, but mm-hmm. we didn't really get into the design. So anyway, as y'all can hear, we got a lot to talk about still. We do, we do. It, <laughs> we got a lot in, to in, talk about still. In the close that, in the close that part about what happened to the music, why did it close and reopen? See, that's the beauty of the, the whole story of the T-shirts, and that's what we're gonna come back to because I came back and opened up a clothing store, not a record store. Right, right. And so that's when I had the ideas and the designs in my head, and so that's the beauty of it. And the, and the love is real. The love was just the support. Uh, people been. I seen my shirts, and they sent pictures back in China, overseas, Michigan. I see it all over because you know if you want to if you go to New York you're gonna buy a New York shirt to say you know you was in New York when you come out the bay, you know you're gonna buy that Yay area shirt that hella. You got to. You, know, you, you got to. The bay, so that's that's represent where you was at. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, represent your so area, man. So that's when we started though. So you know right I, now it's it's a clothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. We own mm-hmm. that. So last last question. Now I know you you're gonna mm-hmm. want to give me some level of a political answer on this. I need it okay. to not be political. I need you to just spit out what comes mm-hmm. to your heart. The first yeah. thing that comes to your to your mind is probably the first thing on your heart. Yeah. I need to know your top five rappers of all time. <laughs> <laughs> top five rappers, man. That's, that's, that's right off the bat. Right I'm off the bat. Okay. I'm a DJ, so it, it was more, when you're a DJ, you listen to the beats. 
I never, I never recited any lyrics. Um, and so when I say, uh, 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 back okay, in the hold, day, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so I'm gonna take that. I hate to cut yeah. you off. I'm gonna take that. So, mm-hmm. top five producers. Is that easier? Is that mm, not really? Not really. <laughs> so you want to so, keep it at rappers? Yeah, because when you're a DJ, you're a historian. You know, you can you, you, you mixing. You, I mean, doing high school dances and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, and 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 for me, it's like uh, uh, you know, that's really that's really on that that rappers category. But I, I I can tell you uh, the inspiration on, on me of uh, DJ and you know it, it all came from New York you know with with the uh, you know the turntables and all the different things uh, from my DJs was uh, 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 Will Smith DJ you know Jazzy Jeff. that boy cut he cut the turntables up you know what I'm oh, saying he, he so cuts I was different. always yeah it did yeah. and then it was uh the gentleman from Houdini I was going to the concerts you know and mm. just, that's what I was more excited yeah. on you know uh, I think I think the most the most up and again we're going back to where uh you know I was playing you know uh African Bambada you know we was b-boys before the lyrics Party you know? people. We was, yeah 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 we, we was b-boys and, and all the different things so I'm right. a historian of the music it, it'd take a real uh um people that really studied the lyrics and stuff but one of the one of the lines i love the most i have one of my lines was uh you know coming from the bay area was like two shorts that, that freaky tales he would he would be like uh oh. i took her name out my telephone book never again took a second look it was just that piss stuff <laughs> that part like that ice tea was another one ice tea oh, I, I i pick up lines ice tea saved my my pants are sagging braided hair sucker stare but i don't care i used to yeah i remember like that. that you know yeah so a lot of slick. so a lot of slick yeah, you like, like the flick talk yeah 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 my other my other line was uh 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 rakim rakim was uh uh you know uh 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 fish which is my favorite dish you know what i'm saying uh, it was just rockin was you know he said it's still a wish you know he he would say he would say mc means to move the crowd i, I the the reason why i love that because that's how i became like a a, a shirtologist is based ah. on just some lines like that people got to understand you know when people put a football uniform on you know yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's like when officers put uniforms on, they get real cocky, you know. But they they really a regular human. When 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 they did this little survey where they go to San Quentin, they had the little college from Stanford. They want to go in as a correctional officer, want to go in as a as a a, a convict. And when they once they put that uniform on, they get the tripping. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. And yep. so and so in the music game, it's it's like it's like football. Once they put that uniform on, they tripping. And so really. It's like you can you can watch a lot of a lot of great sports. You can have a favoritism on anything, but when it comes you know when it comes up to artists, it's just a certain thing. It's a certain thing to what what caught my attention. You know, like in this art, it was never about Biggie and, and Pac. You know, because I tell you why I love Biggie. Biggie, Biggie, uh, to me was uh, he was a lyricist, but Chub Rock, Chub Rock mm. was like a Biggie. The difference of it is was the producer. Because yes. P. Diddy was listening to this Bay Area, not Bay Area. He's looking, listening to California, which, which, I, which you had Dre in him, and Dre was coming out with that, with that Watt sound, that that L.A. sound. That's how, that's how that Juicy Fruit came out. You know, see, these are the records I spent. We, we came. It was Parliament on this side, but not in New York, right? Hold on, shout out to Shaolin Sheldon because he just yeah. got done saying that that the reason that Biggie blew up 
was because he was rapping over the stuff we had already rapped over. Man, it was the funk. Maybe you look yeah. Sheldon, you hit it on the head. My bad. Man, man, my man, bad. I, I didn't know. You hit it on the head. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was it, it, it's because when you when you feel in your soul, it's just that phone. Yeah. It was all a dream. It, it was yeah, the yeah. beat. So I get a shout out to P. Diddy for the because I'm a D. It's the sound he put on there. Yep. P. P. Diddy put that. That I mean, he he, he made it. He, he made it a gig. He made it to. He made it. He, he made it mob. Yeah. You see, you put some of those remixes on Chub Rock. Chub Rock was just like Biggie. Biggie pimped it. Just straight up pimped it. But yeah. Chub Rock pimped. If you listen to Chub, that's what I'm saying. I didn't listen to Chub Rock like that. But I'm just saying it was the, it was the New York Beach. That threw us off. If you didn't come from the, the beginning of the era, but they the era is a little different, you know. When I was I was hanging out there with them when when Nas when I was going to the clothing convention, we I still didn't understand that, you know that that Mob Deep had a dope ass beat too, you know that that I mean they had some stuff. But when you came out this way, the people wouldn't understand the historian behind all that, you know. And, yeah. and, and you know, I just started watching the Wu Tang. I grew up, with, I mean, you know, when I had the record store, and started watching, like, man, that's it's you, you become a historian, you appreciate the music. Yeah. Yeah, so when you come out with, good. yeah, yeah, when you come out about those lyrics, the first one I was just rapping on, man, it was, it was. I met this girl, you know. I'm listening to that too short. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. ain't gonna say it, but you know that 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 was here, but. And for my era, it's it's more, it's more you know the Rick James, it's more the old school stuff, the cameos and all that stuff. Those are the concerts I would go to, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, when I know when people throw it out there, I see the list. I really do see the list, and I mean, and it works, you know, uh, yeah. of how they mix it all around because you really can't judge it. So I ask you the question: What's your top five? It's funny. I was just about to say I had somebody on here and asking them their their top five mm -hmm. uh, funk artists of all time and cameo. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, what was in there? Um, uh, my top five. Oh, no one's ever switched it around on me. I'm gonna just throw out the first five names that I think of. Um, Eminem, dope, dope. E Eminem is like he's the he name that'll go to me. Dope. Um, you yeah. you said his name, Rock him, yeah, all day. The first rap mm -hmm. scientist to me, man, um, yeah, Andre 3000. <laughs> Un unorthodox. I love how you in the different states. I love it, <laughs> I love it man. Uh, unorthodox yeah. and just yeah. you know he mm -hmm. he's just different. Uh, mm -hmm. Black thought of the Ooh. roots. Oh man, heavy. Rhyme heavy. specialist. Yeah, you know, that, that's yes, just yes. that's just what he did. Yeah, and and I'm around number five off because I actually said the other day I don't think anybody has a more historic career. Mm -hmm. Including rap and afterwards, in this particular person, I'm gonna round off mm -hmm. number five, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, sorry, Queen Queen Latifah, Queen she, La she changed the game. We lived she, it. I lived it. We, yeah, changed Man. the game. No one changed the game. No one has done what Queen is like. Like we were sitting there talking about. I'm like, hold on, mm -hmm. has mm -hmm. anybody? Because Queen um, mm -hmm. Shaolin Sheldon put um, Queen Latifah in his top five, and I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah. And I was like, you know, hold on. Has mm -hmm. anybody had a better career? I mean, she's done mm -hmm. Broadway, movies, television, um, modeling, but, commercials, rap. I mean, but listen to this though. She owned the record label. They did. She put. She invested in that when they first started. So on the label, she was, she was hard. I mean, you, you got to look at it. 
you know, for, for us and for you guys to say that at your age, we seen it come on MTV. It blew our mind. See, a lot of stuff was just blowing our mind. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. really, you couldn't really have it. You and just like I say, I'm a lyricist. You know, when when Eminem speaks on, I'm gonna tell you everything bad about me, so you can't talk shit about me. That's that was his classic. You know, and and, uh, and then when when Outcast when they did the Christmas song, you know, it was a Christmas song. That first little hit, it was a Christmas song, dude. You know, you know that 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 was different. It, but you you got to look at it that that uh, from Babyface and all of them, Soldier Boy, he, he got he created something in a whole new different era. He he did that thing on MySpace. He had people buying it for a dollar. He was a multi billionaire on a dollar. He, he did as much, as much as I used to diss Soldier Boy. <laughs> With yeah. his actual rap contribution on yeah. the business side, Ooh, he, he, he he flipped it. He did. He, he flipped did. it. Yeah, absolutely, so there's, man. There's, there's a lot out there. You know, I I can write things. I can look at someone, listen, and switch things around too. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. I appreciate that. It just it just because everybody was in a different city, a different seat at when it when things came out. You know, That's when it fact. when it comes to. Um, if you if you comes if you have to put it based on state to state and mix up like that, or you know, it'd be kind of interesting to see it from there though. Yeah, because Nas ain't no joke either. Nas, man, that 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 the phenomenal things, and and I I really couldn't listen to Jay Z until I listened to him. I like he put some words together. Oh yeah, especially you know? young Jay Z. I mean, yeah. Jay Z's still nice. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Reasonable, reasonable doubt, Jay Z. That was just a different day. That was a different day, yeah. And then you know he, he got that little New York in it. I mean, that's where they from. Though, yeah. but when it comes up to uh, when it comes up to me, I was more of a party dude, the vapors. You know that biz. Yeah, party. yeah. <laughs> every little tag to it though. Rest but in I, peace, the biz. Yeah, biz. But every 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 uh every rapper from 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 New York, man. I mean, you you know. The, I tell you like this. I tell you the, the most, the, the biggest song that could be recited by by old and new is "Rappers Delight." Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they can do that. That stuff was so funny, you know. But it did what it did, you know. It but, did what it did. But I'm I'm telling on my age. But you know, I I <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. I mean, all, I, all I, good. I, I heard all that, and and uh, and you can't you can't just keep mixing it up because you really have to. You know, they they arguing about that right now on Heavy D right now based on. He didn't get his clout, you know. So all that's on the media too. Yeah, this is true. He came out hard. Yeah. Well, I know you talked about other, you know, people being historians, but let me tell you, you are yes, definitely sir. a Bay Area historian. Yes, <laughs> undoubtedly, undoubtedly. Yes, if y'all want to know about the Yay area, mm -hmm. you might want to sit down with Chauncey mm -hmm. Banks and uh, yeah, just ask a few questions, throw out a few names, and see where the conversation yeah. go. Yeah, because they had to come see me first, no matter what. And, Got and I get I get a shout out to you know all the funky chicken, the 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 the, the first batch. You know what I'm saying? Without <laughs> yes, you sir. all, man, I, I I'm telling you, I wouldn't. And that'd be another story. Chance would have never ran for that bad. Without you all, <laughs> I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Uh, and, and with the kids, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My funky chicken kids. So that's the beauty of it. I'm blessed. I'm highly blessed. You know, I'm thankful, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you for everything, what uh, what you did to open the doors for me. I've been moving around. I said I got to sit down. So that's no I doubt, appreciate no it. Doubt. So we appreciate so, you, man. Thank you, thank yeah. you, my guy. Um, mm -hmm. so so I got to end it by saying we say I'll say pod is good. You mm -hmm. say all God the time. Is, 
Oh, well, you man, say it all the time. <laughs> I'll say all. I'll say all the time, and then you say pod is good. Pod is good. You got it all the time. All right, so pod is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. God is good. <laughs> I, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna okay. take that because he is. <laughs> yeah, 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 Ladies yeah, and yeah. gentlemen, this has been episode 15 of the Pod 15. is Good podcast. Yeah. My God, yeah. Chauncey Banks. The funky yeah. chicken, a Bay Area legend, a Fairfield cornerstone. Mm. You know the tri, it. You, the, the tri cities, the Fairfield, Sioux, Sioux, Vacaville, and Travis all Airport. Day. When you when you run for that, you know it just cross railroad tracks. So you know, love y'all tune in to uh, Pod is good. That's just that's so powerful when I see that. There we go. And so we will uh, get right into that next time and talk about. Chauncey's uh, voyage through politics. We will mm-hmm. get deeper into him as a fashion designer and mm-hmm. even go a little bit further of what's next for the Funky Chicken as it expands itself to wherever God wants to take it. With that being said, love y'all. Subscribe yes. to the channel. If you're in the Bay Area uh, and, and it's reopened, go to the Funky Chicken. If not, go to funkychicken.store Cop you some yes. some some Bay Area gear. Yeah. And we will catch y'all on the next one. My guy, I holler at you. I love you. Love you too, man. Yes. Pot all the time. Yes. Peace out. Yeah. Very, very. <laughs>